Welcome to Impacting Jamaica, the Independence Edition, where we shine the spotlight on positive developments since independence in 1962 and the way forward for Jamaica. We also highlight positive happenings, activities, projects, and investments at every level, across every sector, to inspire, motivate, and excite people everywhere. Impact in Jamaica, the Independence Edition, is sponsored by Kingston Wards, the Passport Immigration and Citizenship Agency, the Tax Administration of Jamaica, Grace Kennedy, the Sajikor Foundation, Harib Cement, the Port Authority of Jamaica, and JN Bank. I'm with Ms. Simone Murdoch, Corporate Services and Client Experience Manager at Kingston Wharf Limited. This is a leading provider of multi-purpose port terminal and logistics services in the Caribbean. Welcome, Simone. Yes, hi. Hello, Byron. Thank you. In your opinion, what is the most significant achievement by Jamaica since gaining independence? So, Byron, I think that um, Jamaica, Jamaica's most important impact has been our overall impact on the world. I mean, some years ago, we were voted the coolest people in the world. So, I would, I, you know, we think of Jamaica's impact has been our contribution to, in terms of our culture. Uh, it's Olympic time now, and what a time it is as we come up to our 59th independence anniversary. Uh, the culture. And of course, you know, I, we also believe that in terms of the area of business that we have contributed every, everywhere in the world, uh, the diaspora has shown the quality and the league and uh, of Jamaicans holding some of the highest positions, whether it be in government or civil rights or business in the medical field, but certainly our impact and our contribution to the world. And of course, the Jamaican tourism product is renowned. Uh, I don't mean to sound like uh, I, I was the Minister of Tourism, but the Jamaican tourism product is renowned. When all is said and done, um, it, in, the business, in the field of business, it is one of our highest achievements, amongst many, of course, but uh, the, the tourism industry is one that we can look back and feel proud of. Do you get the sense that um, Jamaica is, is, is a boutique country in the sense that Everybody abroad seems to just, um, when you mention Jamaica, they just, they, they just ooze. What is about us? I know you mentioned some, some, some qualities a while ago. What is about us that make people just ooze at the mention of our name? Yes, uh, I mean, I don't necessarily know if it's, I would call it boutique because it just reaches so many persons. You know, I had the opportunity to live overseas for over 10 years. And that, that oozing of pride and affiliation, once you say you're from Jamaica, is renowned. Um, and I believe it is it, it, it oozes more people. I think there are many Jamaicans in all levels of life, in all areas of life, that, that, simply, that simply give something to people that they want to be affiliated with. And out of that comes the strong Jamaica brand that we have been able to capitalize on in terms of our products and in terms of our tourism brand, our tourism product as well. So I think at the heart of it is our people. There is something, I, I, I guess Red Stripe said it the best, there's something cool about Jamaicans that you can't really capture in words, and I, I, I'm, I'm sure I'm not. But I think it's something innate about Jamaican people that has transferred to our culture, that has transferred to our 
our, our products and in turn and in turn our brand. That is so so profound. In other words, the, this this Jamaican brand is not an abstract, nor is an inanimate thing. It really is the Jamaican people, our attitude, our personality coming out collectively as this Jamaican brand. Okay. Yes, definitely, definitely. Or something in our experiences as a people has have you know contributed to what we are today. And we just have to make that stronger and make that work for us more in a way that delivers better for our people. All right, thank you. I want to move on to you're at Kingston Wall. So may I ask you from an organizational perspective, what has been the well what have been the, the, the contributions or what has been the contribution of your organization towards Jamaica's um, national development? Kingston Wharf is, is celebrated 75 years last year. Wow. So we we have been around long before independence in the in the early 1900s, downtown at our finger pairs. But it's coincidental, like in, in 1966, when Newport West was opened with much grand fanfare, uh, a, a former CEO told me that it was it was almost as if Jamaica had found oil when Newport West uh, had opened. But it, it, it just represented, I believe, at the time, an opportunity for Jamaica to achieve a long, uh, a long waited and a long, a long hoped for economic growth. Because it, it was around, I suppose, a time when, when people would talk about Singapore coming to Jamaica and seeing what we were doing and saying how they're going to benchmark what is happening in Jamaica to make themselves a great economy, a great country. But that is that that is part and parcel of, of Kingston Wharf's beginning. We we as a as a company have definitely transitioned from just a port terminal company into what we are aiming for now, which is a lead logistics provider. So anything that can be done with cargo and supply chain, we want to be a facilitator, a service provider in in that mix. And notwithstanding uh, when the port opened, when Newport was open in 1966, and then transitioned to a transshipment port um, in the in in the early 70s, Kingston Wharf actually was the first operator of the transshipment port, and we all know that you know Jamaica is the is the seventh largest harbor in the world, and that has that natural harbor in the world, and that has transcended to us being also a very a, a leading player in global transshipment. So Jamaica is not only just a port for the region. Jamaica is a port for the world because through Jamaica, cargo connects to to to, to many countries in the world, almost every continent in the world. Cargo is transshipping through Jamaica. It's, it's called a global transshipment hub and one of the better global transshipment hubs um, in the region. So in everything Jamaica, we little about with Talawa, yeah. in this business of, in this court business, we are also little about with Talawa in terms of our, in terms of our, in terms of our operations. And of course, if we come back now to the simple economics, the court, in, in all its activity is a catalyst for development because we are an island nation 
we're island we're we're island nation, so everything passes to a port of some sort. And in that, the port can offer multiplier effects because you know the port services, the transport services, the port users. You know, of course, we've been always pushing for export. I know we're not there as yet, so I know I know that is one of the opportunities that we want to make use of in the next 59 years of our independence. But there are multiple economic multipliers and multiple economic opportunities induced either directly or indirectly through the port. As a in the in the port business, they say that the port is a funnel to economic development. And now a word from our sponsors. The land, the people, the culture. We are a proud nation, and everything we own is carried with pride. Whether returning from a trip, or doing your daily business here at home, use your passport. It is your Jamaican right. Get yours and carry it with pride. Welcome back. It sounds to me like Kingston Wharf has been a good steward um, for one of the nation's strong assets. You mentioned about the, the standing of our port in the world, our, our port in the world, and so you guys have been playing a good role in 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 helping to manage this outstanding asset. Kingston Wharf has been awarded uh, five times the Caribbean's leading multi-purpose terminal in the region. So again. You know, we are we are we are capitalizing and positioning ourselves as regional leaders, and and as I said, the port, the port of Kingston as a whole, is a global player in terms of the in terms of the port and logistics. But that opportunity now, we look forward to in King in Kingston for the next 75 years. We look forward to what we say now, adding value. So not only is cargo passing through. Um, but cargo is being transformed and being added to and being and being improved or changed or specified in Jamaica. So we not only want, we don't want to just lift up a container or pass a car through now. We want to add value, and in adding value, we add more 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 value for our country and for our people. And if you allow me, please, I have to just have one soapbox for Kingston Wharf, which is our contribution to youth sport. So. Um, over 30 years, Kingston Wharf has been sponsored, sponsored of not, not, a, not, a, not a regional and national and national under 15 critic competition. And out of that, out of that competition, every name in Jamaican cricket that you can mention in the past 30 years have gone through that program. And that is a program that not only deals with the, the sporting development of an athlete, but also the mental and academic development of an athlete. It's a program, sadly because of COVID, we don't have it this year, but we have been good enough to be a part of some smaller training camps that, uh, that, that, that the Cricket Association is having. But for us, that is a, that is a, a, a emblem of pride in our 75 years that we have been able to contribute to nation building in that way as well. Okay, we want to move now to our final question, and that is to ask you, um, what do you think is perhaps the most disappointing feature of Jamaican life since independence, and how can we address or improve on that? 
Uh, I'm I'm going to start, and my CEO would say, I is that it is it is the opportunity is not optimized, and that is what that is what our focus is at Kingston Wharf, and I believe our, our focus needs to be as an, a nation. So the things that we have long aimed for and know that we have the potential for, the potential for it, it, it's almost like that thing that the ministry has, you know, every child can learn, every, every child must learn. Right. So we, we know we have the potential as a nation. So we need to, we need to, we need to move from knowing the potential to maximizing and materializing that potential into real deliverables for our people. So our people, our people can, can, can have the opportunity that a nation that Jamaica can provide. And I think, I think that, that is the greatest loss for us. I, I mean, the diaspora is evidence of that. I mean, our diaspora is so successful. I, I don't know if there's a rating out there for diasporas, but certainly if there ever was one, Jamaica must be in the top 10. Because over and over, we see our people leaving our shores and doing so well and contributing to the world in, in, such, in such fine and, and, and best practice manner. If we had a way to, to do that at home, I, I mentioned Singapore before. Uh, and because you know Singapore, by by its nature, is a a, a logistics shipping co country. That that is where their wealth was born, and they came to Jamaica, and the story is told a million times, and said that they were going to to benchmark our blueprints for economic growth. Wow. But but there but there is there there is a a big gap between dream and a blueprint and what we have achieved um so it, now is a time for achievement and and you know we have you know the people keep talking about the millennials and but now we have to put them to focus you know a lot of the, the blueprints are there the blueprints are there so just like Kingston Wharf is, is intending to become a lead logistics provider to not make Jamaica not only be known as a as a global port but also as a global logistics hub um likewise in every industry that we have in jamaica that we are unique i don't like the word boutique but you use this so everywhere that we have our niche i think niche might be a better word where we where we have niche and competitive advantage that we need to maximize those areas and deliver on them and deliver on it so how do we start we have this blueprint we have this potential how do we start how where do we start i mean for the, the approach that we have adopted as a company I, I i don't want to be naive to say that it can be adopted at the national level but certainly as a company we've started with our infrastructure you know our infrastructure our people and the way we do business so I think I think if, if we're able to to find out what those three those three matrix items are for the nation, because I know I'm nowhere near a, a, a social planner or economic or, or politician, but if we're able to to fine tune what those those things are and work on them diligently. And it's going to take hard work, and it's going to some days it's going to feel just like in business that you know it's two steps forward, two steps back. But commitment, commitment uh, from us as 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 Jamaicans and our our leaders as leaders, 
commitment to the task and that we're trying, we're committed to making a better day for, for, for our children. I, I know it, it, that, is, that, that sounds nebulous to a lot of persons, but I believe it's to find those things, those, that matrix that we need to work on. I'm sure people, just like King Samuel, people would be in the mix. Yeah. But how do, we, how do we make our people ready for, for the world that we want to see? So the challenge you're throwing out then is that at the end of the day, the solution is going right back to our people. So with this, with this um, new horizon before us and so on, we need to just get our people focused and, and we too can, can overcome and, 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 and take advantage, optimize, as you said, the opportunities that are there. So it's back to our people as a solution. You, you you said it better than I did, so <laughs> so thank you. Definitely, 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 our people. And we spoke earlier about the power of our people. That is, it is, it is the heart of the Jamaican brand. So if if we're able to do that, I think, I think, I think we're there. I think we're, we're on our way there. You have just come to the end of another episode of Impacting Jamaica, the Independence Edition. Do join us again for another in the series on SoundCloud. Google Podcast, Spotify, Audible, Podcast Addict, or on Stitcher. Impacting Jamaica, the Independence Edition, is sponsored by Kingston Wards, the Passport Immigration and Citizenship Agency, the Tax Administration of Jamaica, Grace Kennedy, the Sajikor Foundation, Carib Cement, the Port Authority of Jamaica, and JN Bank. You can also visit us at impactingjamaica.com and at jamaica-gleaner.com.